Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is a fun podcast because we talked about kind of nothing and everything with my friend Sandy and Kathy, two of my very closest friends, and we just kind of hung out. I had some requests. I had some complimentary requests from emails from some, I guess, fans. I feel weird saying fans. Listeners, listeners. From listeners saying, I love all these topics that you're talking about, addiction and narcissism and... Um, but could you just, I like it when you just chit chat with your girlfriends too. So I was like, okay, we'll just have a chit chat podcast. So that's what this is. It's a chit chat. We chit chat about a lot of stuff. So like vaginal steaming and vaginal rejuvenation and marriage and uh, what else? Marriage and friendship and stuff. So it's really good. It's a good conversation. Very lighthearted, very fun. I hope you enjoy it. odd if we were all squatting with our vagina just out <laughs> i don't know i mean i love you i feel close to you but that's a little much don't you think it is a korean spa so. we should be talking about this on the podcast i guess anyway i know right it's interesting that you didn't um but uh yeah i mean i think it would be weird to be you would put that uh, no. oh sorry um to be squatting over is it like a pot of steam yeah i think so uh-huh. So we could really just do it here. <laughs> just do it in the man cave. Or just like lie down and go to sleep. All right. We could just all meet in the man cave with like pots yeah. set up and we could just squat. Then we could keep our shirt on. Right? No. Oh, I don't could, know. Because we could just wear like all naked. You're all naked. Yeah, but if we did it here. No, if we did it oh, here. here. Then you could I just wear know. like a beach cover up. It's the redneck vaginal scene, <laughs> right? The low budge. I don't know. We have to go there because I don't know what the herbs they use to steam your Oh, they vagina. put herbs in it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because... Right, it's not all, just it, steam, right? It's... Is it garlic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, For later? Oh, shit. <laughs> you do have to talk into the mic. <laughs> no, but we're not starting yet, right? Oh, yeah, oh, we, we started. <laughs> oh, no, oh, yeah. you said not off the mic. No, no, okay. no, no, no. no. Well, Sorry. I thought we were off the mic, but he had pushed go. Go. Anyway. Okay. Well. <laughs> but I thought we were off, so yeah. it was... It was I, innocent on my part and then at a certain point i said we're not and he was like huh, huh, huh. oh okay Austin gave me the hairy eyeball <laughs> right good thing halston doesn't listen to you do you not want to talk publicly about steaming our vaginas well if we're gonna go and come back and do this so we'll we can do the next episode next episode okay right cool 
Yeah. I mean, I'm curious about it. I have no idea. Me too. I think I need some steaming right now. You do? I've been having leakage. Like pee leakage? Yeah. Oh, like when you sneeze and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't just that always happen? No, not, okay, in my not world, lately. It it's just lately. But wait, did yours start right after you had babies? Yeah. Just like right after? Because mine I just feel started. Like it did. Mine, I did. Yes, oh, I've had it for a while. No, mine didn't just start. No, no I, definitely I just had started it for a while. mine. Mine just started too. I feel like it's gotten worse, but well, it's I, not new. Now, if I have to go pee, and I'm like, I can't hold it as much as same. I'm the same. Before, and I, I think I just it, like, if I, I turned 44. Or... I don't know what it is, or is this summer? I have no idea. Just all blown out. It's all blown out. So <laughs> it's I, all blown I, out. I mean, I don't know if the steaming would help. I mean, no, the steaming and, wouldn't help, but that vaginal you know, rejuvenation yes, thing is that I'm interested in doing. Yeah, that's too. like one step before a surgery. And one of our local friends here has had that surgery, and she told me it was life changing. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I'm trying to get her to come on here to talk about it," and she says she will, and then she won't book it. <laughs> she won't. The steaming is really to, you know, kind of. You know, sex up your lo- sex life. Wait a like, minute, kind I of it was just, just like, to balance just you kind out. Of, yeah, exactly. Sort of have you make. You, <laughs> Kathy's you, like, wait a minute. I was like, wait no, a second. No, you can. You can feel. Steven's like, more like her little, up. I don't know. Just yeah, more sexier. It's like I think CLR in and your then pipes. cleaning it out, right. like cleaning, <laughs> cleaning you, the shit out. Thank you, Kathy. What <laughs> I said, it's like pouring CLR in your pipes. It's the calcium lime rust remover that you pour in your pipes and your pipes go better. So like yes, it's like yes, that. Similar, right? yes. Like it's sort of like a cleanse. <laughs> it's like, like a, a cleanse, but then it stimulates whatever it is up there that's blocking. That's your... blocking? What's blocking what? I'm confused now. I mean, blood I'm... comes out of it. Oh, so you're babies, talking like anything you know? that like, okay. You know, two babies came out of that. You know, you don't know what's stuck up there. Oh, I see. Okay. You see I see so you're talking. You okay. Yeah. So I thought you were talking about like. But then I wonder, I'm, see, I think it's good that we're talking about this now because I have a lot of questions. And then when we actually go do it, then my questions will be answered. Right. Like, does stuff like pour out of you? Yes. It, they said it that it does. Yeah. While you're doing it? Yeah. Into the pot? Shit that comes out. Yeah. There it's is not no. not steaming anymore. Like, ew, that's weird. That's steam cleaning. Yes, <laughs> right. Kind of, it's like a cleanse. But then there's no way that you sit naked with other people and have shit pouring out of your vagina into a pot from I a pot of steaming all, water. Every, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's so. Like, that part you know, is like in a private us, room. If we do it, I don't think all three of us is in the room. It's like they book 25 minutes. Oh. And you go in the room and you squat there. You don't bring your iPhone. You don't bring magazines. You just squat there in this pot. And it's like it's really hot. You steaming. just meditate. And my friend said it felt like five days in there. Because <laughs> it's probably really hot. Uh, yeah, it's really long. You're squatting there. with no. You're not on the phone. Nothing you're not talking. Do. You're just like steaming your vajay. It's like a religious experience. <laughs> yes, right? kind of. Yeah. So okay, you I'm looking do forward it? to that. Yeah, I want to do that. And I want to do the vaginal rejuvenation thing because I that, pee in my I pants all the time. When I sneeze or caught, mm. when I had the flu, this, oh, oh my God. Yes. I just started wearing a maxi pad because I was like, <coughs> pee every time. And then if I don't pee before I work out, I'll pee during my workout. And I don't even think I have to pee. And I'll be jumping around uh, all of a sudden. Boom. I can't do Jumping, jumping is bad. Jumping's yeah. bad. Jumping and sneezing, I can't do. Coughing doesn't... Well, Never when you have the flu, that. you're coughing. Yeah. Sneezing, I don't do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm in this yoga sculpt, and you're like the 
yeah halfway through the class you have to like jump like do jumping jack yeah jumping i can't is. do it i'll be like mm, and then i'm like you can see who had babies before they're not jumping they can't jump <laughs> like, right? can't jump because i can't jump because the minute i jump shit comes out yeah, yeah yeah i don't like that no i don't like that at all because you're you're wearing jeans you're all wet and i know and then your panties are wet forever exactly and do it's you really want to be like brooke burke and start wearing the pull-up paper depend <laughs> panties i don't uh, no uh, yeah i'm not ready for that no. I need to have a lot more gray hair before that happens. But to how many times do we have pee. to do that? Like that vaginal rejuvenation? Yeah, like two. You know, four I don't know. Uh, when the girls are back in school, which is like two weeks from now, I was planning on finding somebody to do that. I was going to reach out to Jair, that behavioral guy, and see if he'll do that for two people on my podcast and I have a bunch of stuff like that as I'm talking to you guys I'm doing a kegel (laughs) you're doing kegels yes because like wait a minute yeah I'm like (sighs) but I my my shit won't do a kegel my okay a little bit you can't what do you mean you can't do one but everything down there is so weak it's like (laughs) yeah it's not really kegeling (laughs) I just do the k I can't do the goal. <laughs> no full kegel. I hate those things. Did you, Did you do it when you were just gave birth? No. You? I for like a minute. Did you? No. No. Did you I mean, have I, so much shit going on? Yeah. And that's the last thing you're like, thinking about. You can't think about it. No. Like I, didn't I think I did a little bit. And then I did for a tiny I, little bit. Uh, the first one. Then, of course, the second one just kind of ruined the whole thing. And then yeah. I'm like. Yeah, I want to look into that. And um, apparently, S Factor, the um, like stripper pole workout uh, classes, mm-hmm. offers like a private class. You were telling me about that, yeah. Kathy? Yeah. So I want to do that too, just to see what that's like. It's supposed to be like female empowerment classes by You should definitely try it. And doing it with a group of friends instead of like a bunch of strangers is going to be a lot more interesting It'd be fun yeah i looked on their website but they have no information about any kind of private party like that it's all like weekly class series right and i don't want to do a weekly class series i just don't have time right to invest into like an eight week <laughs> strip you, once a week did you try it yeah i went to a party mm. yeah. private party yes did, did you strip no, nobody strips. <laughs> but do you have to wear the shoes? I, I could only no, see. No, you don't. However, okay, so the way I when, just when I see went you in the pool, <laughs> it was slightly terrifying. <laughs> I have to say, and I went with people that I didn't really know. I knew the person who was hosting the party, and like one other person. Um, no, but like it was all just normal, regular moms, regular people. Um, this person won the party at a silent auction at her elementary school. Um, That's funny. She's actually been to S Factor for a while. Mm. And I think nobody bought the party, so she <laughs> bought she it. Um, but yeah, it's just like an, an exercise empowerment type workout. And then no at pole? the end, oh yeah, no, there's definitely a poll. But not all of it is on the pole. I like there's a lot of it that's not Kathy. I would love just to go to see you do the on pole. The Let me tell you, like it's not. It's, I'm not graceful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, I know yeah. you can't even get Kathy to sing or dance because oh, you can't want to hear me sing. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, because she's so tall. She just like you know. Did you just? 
go on top. You don't have to even <laughs> swing up there. Right? No, I'm not on the ceiling. But um, yeah, they teach you how to swing on the pole and everything. No. Yeah. Her, her legs I are so buy. long. Yeah. She could just wrap it all <laughs> around. Like, oh my God. She, she could be the pole. Again, yes, exactly. She right? Yes. Right. And I'll just stand. In yeah, the we'll just yeah. yeah. wrap around my, ourselves around you. So. Oh my God. Well, I want to do that party. I think that would be really fun for one. I think it'd be it interesting. You should definitely do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do very, it. Well, you're going to definitely do it with me. I do it again. Definitely do it. I'll do it as long as Kathy goes. Oh, I just want to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. You know what? So at the end, either the teacher or the host, because she's done it a while, actually dresses up in whatever get up there you want um and this woman had i swear to god like six inch like stripper heels full on and did a whole dance routine uh by herself while everyone watched so i'll do that for you oh yes (laughs) totally (laughs) it is so hot in here can we not turn the air conditioner on at all it's pretty loud but it's up to you I think we should. Aren't you hot? Yes. Well, so funny. It's always so cold. I wore a long sleeve shirt and I know. now it's really toasty. In That's here. because Bert, Bert turned it off for his podcast. So it's been off since three. So it got hot in here. So sorry for the background noise, but I'm like, I'm sweating just sitting here, especially with a dog on my lap. But, um, I think I'm menopausing. I'm menopausing. Yes. <laughs> as I pee my pants yes, <laughs> right. while I am failing <laughs> at kegel. kegeling. But are you, do, are you menopausing for real? I am you? in perimenopause. I have been for a while. You know, I have been for like three or four years. I guess perimenopause is something that's relatively new in the medical diagnostic field. And I guess they've discovered that it can last up to 10 years before you actually go into menopause. And the reason I knew I had started is because I started having night sweats like four or five years ago. I would sweat through my clothes. Um, and then about two and a half years ago, I started having those terrible migraines once a month right before my period, which is a hormonal migraine, which happens when you have a hormonal shift which is what perimenopause is, where I'm still cycling, I can still get pregnant, but I'm definitely not at my full estrogen. It's when you gain a little more weight, you start, it's harder to get weight off. Um, My sleep has been affected. I'm a terrible sleeper. Um, And my doctor said all of that is perimenopause. So I'm not in menopause, but I'm in like pre. So the leakage is part of it? Yes. So I'm in perimenopause then? Yeah, probably. Because I've been feeling a little bit like hot, like just like like little flashes, but I don't have night sweat. I mean, I could wring my clothes out. Wow. They are so like I wipe my chest and it's like I just got out of the pool I'm soaked every night my hair no not every night it's a hormonal thing so when my hormones shift my hair and my scalp is soaked and I don't even sweat that much when I work out it's awful and then you what happens is you sweat and you get soaking wet and then when you cool down you're freezing because you're laying in bed Soaking wet. But it's kind of cool, though. You're losing weight in your sleep. No, fuck, no, I'm not. (laughs) That's why I fucking go to your hot yoga. No, I wish. That's the problem, too, is your metabolism shifts. Oh, yeah. And so you're not losing weight. Like, my arms are the size of Priscilla the dog. So funny. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine who is, she's easily 10 years older than us. Um, And we were talking about menopause. I was like, all right, break it down. Like, tell me what is going to happen. And she's like, it fucking sucks. Yeah. It's just terrible from night sweats to migraines to like everything you're talking about just amplified. And she's like, it's not over. 
I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? She's like, nope, still haven't stopped my period. No way. And I was like, she's like mid to late 50s. Wow. Can you still have babies when you're in menopause? As long as you're having a period, you can have a baby. That's what my doctor said. She said, don't be deceived. You can go six months when you're in perimenopause and not have a period. It does not mean anything. You can still get pregnant. So as long as you have a period, you are ovulating, even if the period is six months, nine months apart. So you have to really wait. I think she told me, I may be wrong, but it seems like I remember she said, you have to be without a period for like two years. And then you're like, I'm done. You're done. Um, it's a long time where they go, okay, now you are no longer cycling. But, um, you know, one of, our, one of our friends went through menopause already, and she's only like 52 or 3, and she was like, some days I was just miserable, like uh, massively, massively unhappy. And I kept going, but I'm actually not unhappy but I'm yeah. massively unhappy. <laughs> but everything's fine, but I just want to sit and cry all day long. And she was like, it's all just your hormones, and there, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to be okay. She was like, I would be moody. I would snap somebody's head off for nothing and have no control over it. So I'm really looking forward to that because mm-hmm. my uber-sensitive husband is probably going to manage that really well. <laughs> right? <laughs> I go, fucking Bert! He's going to, ooh! It's going to be not fun. Oh. I'm not looking forward to that. You no. know, it's so funny that we ended up talking about this because I didn't have a plan for this podcast because I think that we talk about awesome stuff all the time. So no mm-hmm. need to have a plan. But I was driving today to the chiropractor and I thought, I wonder what they're afraid of if you're afraid of anything about getting old. Are you afraid of anything about getting old? Because I am. I mean- like very old yeah like not having mobility or having your mind like having any sort of like dementia or alzheimer's yeah like that would be terrible that would be terrible i'm scared of that too but and i'm scared of a stroke yes i'm scared of a lot of things are you yes because i'm like you know at my house i'm like well if i get older in 10 years will i be able to get up these stairs yeah i think about that yeah and then, or, you know, the kids will be gone. Will in be 10 empty. years, you'll be right. fine. In 10 years, you'll be in your 50s. I hope, right? Yeah. In 20 years, you, you start to think about these things. You're like, you do. can I access this? You know, we just take everything for granted. We do. Now, you know, because we, the kids are, you know, just dealing with the kids every day. Mm-hmm. But then I know, like, you blink, they're leaving for college yeah my friend just texted me and she's like i'm so sad my daughter is leaving for college next week and then one more and she'll be an empty nester and then you know tom and i were like yeah it will be very soon it will be like in 10 years yeah or less mine will be six and six years six years yeah less than 10 years so you started to think about okay so are we going to move? Where are we going to move? And then we're going to get older, and then I'm not cool anymore because Kylie thinks I'm not cool anyway now. Well, <laughs> that's kind of normal. <sighs> and, you know, just getting old, like not, you know, having, you know, that, that you know, that flexibility mm-hmm. that we have now. Yeah, it's freedom. Yeah, exactly. You know what I've, I, I noticed think- is that... Um, 
something that I never thought would bother me ever, but has started to bother me. You know, when you're a cute girl or a pretty girl, an attractive girl, um, people talk to you differently than when you're middle-aged and you're not like supermodel looking middle-aged. When you look like a regular person who's middle-aged, people talk to you very differently. And I find that interesting. I find that um, sad. It made me really sad to go, oh, wow, I didn't realize how much what I looked like affected how people treated me until I got to be middle-aged and there, I, I feel like people see me very differently. And I, didn't, I don't like that. Interesting. And I think as you get older, it's only going to get worse, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought about that recently. I noticed that recently where I went, wow, I'm not the cute little chickadee and I haven't been for a long time. But all of a sudden... I feel like people are talking to me differently. Like I need help or something. <laughs> you mean no one's like whistling to you like while you're walking down yeah, the right, Starbucks? Right. Like, hey, I don't know. No more cat calls for me. As I waddle my little ass waddle. Well, my ass waddle used to be cute until I put on 20 pounds. And then. But you did get hit on on the roller, uh, roller skating. I did. Yeah. The I did. So you still got it going on. I'm a cool mom. You are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very, yeah. I'm a cool mom. I told that story uh, on my last podcast, I think I did, where the, the girl tried to pick me up at the roller rink because I'm a cool mom. Yeah, I still got that going for me. But I used to get that, like getting hit on with like um, girls. Oh, but yeah? I haven't since I got, you know, like have kids. Really? Like, not a cool mom like you. <laughs> I know. It takes a lot to be a cool mom. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, I guess this, I guess the people I was hanging out with as well. Right. And, um, I'm, a, I'm kind of a tomboy, too, I feel like. I'm not a super feminine girl. Mm-hmm. I don't wear makeup. I don't do my hair. So I feel like when you're at Rainbow Night <laughs> at the roller rink, perhaps <laughs> I look like one of the participants <laughs> of Rainbow Night. But that's okay. I'm, you know, it was, it was pretty funny. Were you flattered? I was kind of flattered because I was like, yeah. somebody finally, <laughs> Jesus, nobody's talking to me anymore. I don't know. It's just something I kind of noticed funny. and took note of. I was like, wow, that's kind of, that ship's kind of sailed. I wonder, and I think too about how hard it would be for somebody our age to start dating. I've thought oh, about yeah. that. Can you imagine? No. I never want to be in that position right now. No. It'd be terrible. No, thanks. Oof. That's scary. No, that is scary. That's scary, and right? I think a lot of divorces are yeah. like, that's like the number one fear. It's like, how do you get yourself out there again? How? Yeah. I mean, how do you? I just was recently hang out with this woman. I just met her. She's from London and she's going through a divorce mm-hmm. and she's quite like, you know, fun and she's very sexy. But she said it is the number one thing she's so scared of. Yeah. Is having that, like, who, do, who am I going to date? Yeah. And how do you find someone? How do you find them? Yeah. Like, what so do you she do? like dressed very yeah. provocatively just so she can, I mean, for her age. Yeah. I mean, and then what she's wearing, I'm like, girlfriend, you asking for something. But is that really she is. That maybe not the right that, thing? But that's yeah. what she wants because she doesn't know how to do it. She doesn't know how to right. get it out there. It's been so long, probably, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. She says it's been 20 years. I've yeah. been married 20 years. So how do I get myself feeling sexy again and to be out in the dating pool? 
And you've and at that uh, point you've seen every every pony trick there is, I would imagine, yeah. because you've been married and you know and you and, dated probably before that and, and how, all your friends are married or oh. if not they already have somebody that and then I guess in our age, it's like it, we're like mid forties. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Maybe in the, when you're sixties or seventies, a little easier because then you can find widows. You know, you know, someone just lost their wife or husband. Right. So it's like a whole different bracket. Right. But here, yeah. it's like a lot of people are just married or married, or then you have to find divorcee. And yeah. With kids. Yeah. And by the way, I have two kids that are school age, which is a focus. Right. Yeah would be really hard i mean i i don't know i guess i don't just even know how to market myself i think <laughs> i'll just go like like how do you market yourself i'm i need to be rebranded yeah yes i need some branding maybe that's just a good niche it's like no other people can do that right it's like i to need to rebrand, rebrand. <laughs> like rebrand yeah there's a tv show like that a makeover show it was on the bbc i loved it Remember well you show? can go to tank mm-hmm. T- Tinder, Tinder, like yeah. yeah, yeah. You can you know write a profile about yourself, and then yeah. But you isn't can Tinder for like younger people? No, no, no. I think Tinder's for everybody. So in London, there is this woman. She makes about like a few hundred pounds, a thousand pounds a year, just writing these personal profiles. A thousand pounds a year? Uh, no, like she like charges like two thousand pounds. Like her profile, her, her profile, profile. And she makes a lot of money. Well, yeah. Yes, she's like six figures. Like, so she knows how to say. say she said, she you don't want to wanna say too much. She knows how to brand. brand. You don't want to say too much. You want to say too little. You want to, she's basically like, how do I'm going to bait this fish? Like, right, you know, right. You know, what it's, but you don't want to offer too much and you don't want to seem slutty. Right. And you want to feel like you're, you know, offering too much and then the the picture that you sh- you know you choose she chooses for you she does everything for you and apparently she's like god like for that she it works so she's people, a consultant she, yeah and she writes it for you because cat is my friend cat yeah she's on on it and she just and i was like that's bad she's like oh i want somebody rich i'm like don't say that she's like i'm gonna go straight to the point Right, so you can kind of go around that because yeah, yeah. that's so direct that you don't want to date. You know, what you say is financially secure. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to date any surfers. Yeah, well, financially secure doesn't necessarily mean like massively wealthy. It just means that they're right. they're cool. They're taken care of. They're yes. not waiting tables and in right. their sixties. So I guess this woman kind of peppers it with like you know things that to say how to get the date, but I don't even know how to market myself. It's easier for someone to see it for you than you probably yeah. get out there and like this is me, because I see you know you differently yeah. probably than what you see yourself. Absolutely, Absolutely. Right? yeah. So how do you see yourself? And yeah, how do I Com- see myself? Yeah. Coming out of a divorce, like you probably don't have a very good self image to begin with. You know what I mean? So I want to hear what you think and you think of yourself. What I think to put um, on a dating profile? Yeah, just yeah. Like, how would you describe yourself now? Gives excellent head. <laughs> that would get it, right? No, I, didn't ask, I, didn't, I didn't ask Bert. I asked you. I think that's what Bert would say. Yes. Bert, you should put this on your profile, number one. 
No. Oh, you'll get a lot of dates. I know, yeah, you'll I, get dates. Yeah, know. you know how to market yourself. I'm Leanne. financially secure. <laughs> you so know how to market like, yourself. I'm right? <laughs> like a pro. And that's how do you bait the fish? Yeah. I think that's how you do it. Oh uh, yeah, that might be the best bait. Yeah. That's chum. I suck a dick. Right? <laughs> I can unhinge my jaw. Special talents. <laughs> Very flexible. <laughs> no. Um, no leakage. No leakage. <laughs> and, uh, not, not during. Only before or after. During, Only no when leakage. steaming. Right, right? Only when steaming. Um, how would I market myself? I think I would say wholesome. Oh, God, <laughs> no, Leanne. That's no. terrible. Oh, wholesome's terrible. Yeah, it sounds so boring. It's well, like, I'm slutty? like, oh, I'm not going to be like, no. You okay. Don't I guess so I would she's say gonna be that. Okay. something like um, excellent ethics. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would say. I would say has great nose. I have a great nose. <laughs> yes, you I do. I have a nose people would pay for. So that's an asset, right? Well, I have I'm no idea what I'm saying. Your dick is not in the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not in the way. It, it's not it's in the not way. It's not that tall. No, no, no. <laughs> um, God, that's really hard question, right? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. even know how to market myself. I would say never graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> really big seller. <laughs> um, but still pretty smart. How about that? <laughs> Just now reading the classics, but hey, I'm only 48. I got time. How about that? You definitely should not write your own. By the way, you need to hire this woman if you are I'm ever not, in the yeah, dating pool, yes. right? I don't know what I would say. That's really That's hard. That's a really hard question. Like, so you really want your friends to do it for you? They'd have to. Yeah. I think yeah. you know. I would ask my friends to do it because you're so hard on yourself. You never know. But like, what I would say about you, you should not say about yourself. I would say like <laughs> she is the catch of the century. Mm-hmm. She's the most amazing person, big heart. But you wouldn't say that about yourself. No, that makes you come across as though I am the biggest <laughs> catch of the century. I, I have a big heart. know, right? Yeah. That's the hard part. Is how do you write it? in first person, right? Right, without sounding yeah. like a complete ass. That's I wonder, a I wonder if like all of those, they write it themselves or their friends do it. Wasn't there one that your friend have to write it for you? Friendster or oh, something? I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know, I guess none uh-huh. of us are. Bert tried yeah. to write one for his sister and I think she almost killed him. She never posted it because he was like, he was, he was, you know, he loves his sister. And she's mm-hmm. really a beautiful person and a beautiful, I mean, inside and out. And he was just really just showering all these positive. And she was like, I could never post that. Because people would meet me and go, oh, what a bummer. Disappointment. Oh, and I was no. like, no, no. But that's what I mean. Like yeah. writing about yeah. someone you care about. You see them in such right. a, uh, it's not really even inflated. But it's definitely more inflated than how you see yourself. Or it's less really rose colored. Yeah. Like if you like someone, you see them all their positive attributes. Right. More so. I see some of your negatives though, Kathy. I don't, I don't have any. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> and how would you market yourself, Kathy? 
I would have her write it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not her. Actually. As her first husband said, a tall drink of water. <laughs> to quote her first husband, a tall drink of water. I saw this tall drink of water at the fountain. She had her leg up on the fountain and I was done. That's what he said. So maybe I would that just That may only that. work when you're 18. <laughs> maybe. You can pole dance on me. <laughs> but yeah. seriously, if you Great had to dancer. market yourself, how would you? I don't know. I mean, I'm a good catch. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> Excellent catch. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. Below the weight limit catch. <laughs> I'm tall. Don't eat much at dinner. <laughs> Don't eat much at dinner? <laughs> I'm a cheap date. <laughs> no, Don't right? eat that much. How would you market yourself, Sandy? I don't know. Speaks two languages. Sing- I was going to say Single bilingual. Asian, ma- uh, Asian lady. <laughs> <laughs> Single Asian lady. <laughs> refugee. Try Recovered refugee. Recovered refugee. <laughs> yes. Refugee with no issues. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> swipe left. Swipe left. Or whichever way you swipe. As I'm swiping right. Sense of humor. Green card. Uh, green card. I do have green card. I do not need a green card. And you are fun. Right. Yes. Yes. You are very fun. And then I can pay me, and I'll get you a green card because I am legal. <laughs> you know, a lot of people want to stay here for. Oh, I got offered uh, to marry somebody yes. for a green card when I was young. Yeah, thirty thousand dollars is the going rate right now. Really? I was offered like ten, but it was twenty years ago. Right, it's a long time ago. Like it's thirty to forty thousand, but I don't know with Trump now if we can even do that. So crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Crazy time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not dating. My no, brother no. did that. Your brother yeah. paid somebody to no, be legal? No, he got paid. <laughs> oh, he got paid. Really? Oh, yeah. He got paid 35000 Wow. Yeah. Does he love her? No. Is still married? Are they think, still married? No, they got divorced because he has to marry his wife now to get... Yeah. More $35,000? No, 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 no. I know. <laughs> this is his source of income? It's sort of like, yeah, yeah. No. But he loves his wife now, though. Mm, yeah. I think he, she used him for... A green card. Oh, that's yeah. Aww. I think. I think. But she's never going to admit it because they have two kids now. Oh. But it well. is what it is. But, yeah, I don't know how to market myself. Yeah, I don't either. I think most people don't. I, I think, th- Leanne, you, I will write for you. You will write for me? Yeah. Redneck. <laughs> Retina. Likes to fish. <laughs> loads Can, of fun. Uh, uh, loads of fun? You say that? No, yeah. you don't think I'm loads of fun. Yes. I'm pretty fun. Well, I mean, yes, compared you to Bert are. Kreischer. You're married to the party guy. Yeah, I know, but, you know, he overshadows my fun ability. Not really. I'm just joking. But um, you're far more fun than I am. No. Yes, you are. No. It's different. You're like Bert Kreischer. He, she is like Burt Kreischer. You are like Burt Kreischer. But it's a different kind of fun. Like, I can't hang with it's Kreischer. It's different. No, you I heard have, you had a good time last night. Oh, yeah, we had a good time. You had a good time last night. <laughs> What'd you do last night? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> went to see him. And what's really crazy was he, we went backstage. He took us backstage. Yeah. And all these comedians, I guess one of the, all the sponsors were um, weed sponsors. And yeah. it was a speedmaster, and he lifted up his shirt, 
and all these little tubes were all wrapped around his waist. No way. It was all different type of weed. Yeah, but weed's legal now in yes. LA. Why did he do and that? And we were like, um, and then he just gave us one. And my friend from London has so many swags. She, she got like, <laughs> I, she got like maybe $500 worth of marijuana. Of marijuana? Wow. They're different oil, different. Um, was it wax and stuff? Or it's wax. A there's a drink. Pen? There's this drink, and then there is uh, a joint, and then there is um, uh, uh, chocolate uh, nuts. There are these things that you dissolve under your tongue. Wow. It's crazy. And then she took a couple, and they made her slept, like, you know, jet lag. Her jet lag was, like, done last night because of that. That's cool. She woke up, and she's like, wow, that works. Oh, wow. Whatever that is, yeah. Did she she like the show? Yeah, she loved it. She, she said that it was. She thought that um, the humor may be a little bit different, and she it is well, yes from the British humor. It is. It is quite different. She wished she wasn't that jet lagged. She was uh, so tired because we went like we can't hang. It's like ten thirty by the time we're all like Tom. We're all like we're too old for this. <laughs> so but it was really did, fun. How did Tom get you in the club? Tom. Yeah. Bert said you called him right when he was getting on stage and he couldn't go get you. So when he got off stage, he came to get you in the club and you were already in. And the guy said, yeah, the Asian guy got him, got him in. Oh, he yes. handled it. He said, we're with Bert Kreischer. There's four of us. It was so crazy. That's all he said? Yeah. He said that he said he's sending somebody out. He said he's sending somebody out and he keeps asking the guy. He's like, he keeps sending him out, you know. Right. So I don't know how he got us in. Oh, okay. He just got us in. I was looking for some big awesome Tom story. <laughs> do you like Tom kicking ass? Uh, yeah. Do know. you know you know who we are? Right. Uh, right. I don't know. I don't no, know. that's not him. That's not him. Yeah. But he is very good at coercion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He'll got, get right in. He, I, he we, we cut the line. Yeah. Because said we well, might have to wait, but we got in. Right. But it was really fun. Oh good. So. I'm so glad you went. I would have loved to have gone. Um, I, you know, as I was coming home, uh, last night, I thought, I don't know why I don't ever go with him. I mean, cause I could go with him and I just have to get a sitter, but probably because he doesn't ever tell me until like six o'clock. He gave us a tour of the whole club. Yes. And then we went to the, the, the secret bar where all the comedians hang out. Right. It's a very small one, but only, you know, the comedians can, can hang out there. And do you know much about that club? Yes, the comedy store. It's a lot of like it's iconic. It's like it a is lot iconic. Of, like, and Mitzi Shore, who ran it for uh, this is like it in the seventies and eighties, Polly Shore's mother, oh. and she basically said who did and didn't go on Johnny Carson, based on what they oh, were really? doing in that club. And she she put you on stage. She played favorites. She was very political. Like she didn't like you. You didn't work. And she was the person. Probably not the only person, but probably one of the main people that got people on Johnny Carson. So who's who's the Mindy now? Mitzi. Mitzi. Um, Mitzi just passed away recently. And uh, another guy, I think his name's Adam. He took over a couple years ago. It was really not doing well as a club. And I think this guy really turned it around. I think he... I think if I if Bert told me this story and I may be totally screwing it up, but I think he said he just kind of reached out to comedians that live here and say, "Hey, I want to be your home club. 
come work your stuff on Monday, Tuesday nights when you're home. I know you're on the road Wednesday through Sunday, but come to the club and work out. And so I think some really big guys started doing that. And then more big guys, more big guys, more big guys. And then it became this thing. It kind of had this big resurgence. I mean, back in the 70s, everybody worked at the comedy store, you know, um, Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, Roseanne Barr yeah. in the 80s, Sam Kennison in the 80s, like everybody who was, almost everybody, I don't think Gary Shandling was a big store guy, but uh, most comics went through the comedy store, to kind of, it was kind of a rite of passage sort of, mm-hmm. and now it's, it's not so much a rite of passage anymore, but it's back to that kind of vitality, mm. which is really cool, so if people are coming to LA and want to catch three or four really known, really good comics on a Monday or Tuesday night, they can do that, particularly on Tuesday night. I don't know about Monday night, but on Tuesday night at the comedy store, they can do that. It's sold Mm -hmm. out every week. Every room is sold out every week. And when I went to the comedy store with Bert years ago, there was nobody there. No, nobody there. It was empty. He did the Laugh Factory, and then he did the comedy store, I think, in the same night. The Laugh Factory was full, and I went in the comedy store, and I was like, wow, this is really a shame, because I knew it was such an iconic place. And there was no one there. And the comic, I don't remember who we watched, and then Bert went up, but I was like, wow, this is really a shame. It was packed last night. The street was packed. The street was packed, and it was so crazy. We were just laughing at the, the... the guy at the door. Yeah. He's like, two, four, five, four, three, two. And like, how does he know? How does he keep track of it? VIP, VIP, tracks, four, three. Wow. You just, you just shout out the name. Wow. He's like, you got tickets? No tickets. Okay. So three, four, five. I'm like, are we taking a number? Right. And we have no What's idea. What's happening? Like, uh. And then he keeps saying, Tom's like, quite sure. Quite sure. And then a woman said, do you have any proof that you, Bert invited you? So, so I got out his text, and the last text that I traded with Bert was Lily's wart. Oh my God! <laughs> I said, "Can you text me Lily's wart?" So oh I be- my God! And I said, "Here it is." He said, "She's like, what is that?" Oh my God! That is uh, nothing. But I said, "Here, here it is." Oh, it's my ten-year-old daughter's wart. But yeah, because I can't call him because he's he was in the middle of the on set. set. Right. He was in the OR. I, he's like, "Show me some proof," and I just couldn't pull out any. Yeah, Proof. pictures. Right, right. Yeah, the last picture was Lily's war. <laughs> that is hysterical. Anyway. And did they get you in Lily's war? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Like, okay, yeah, okay, got it. Uh, and then after see he invited me. Yeah, he's like, so Well, what you probably saw Bert Kreischer on who it was from. Yes. You know, right. so the text was from Bert Kreischer. No, that's but I, I, I listed him as Bertrude. As Bertrude? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call him, Bertrude. Bertrude. So. Bertrude McFuzz. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad you guys got to go. I'm glad your friend had fun. No, we had a great time. That's good. Very good. It's interesting to have. Hey, we were, I was talking about this with his dad this weekend, actually. Um, I was by myself with his dad and driving to the airport. And he was like, you know, Bert's so interesting guy because he's like two things. He's this crazy comic. And then he's this like white picket fence guy. I mean, he still curses and maybe isn't. Ah, doesn't tuck his shirt in, white picket fence guy. But he still is very traditional and very into, like, family stuff. Unless I'll have a barbecue. Unless I'll hang out together. Unless go make camper trips together. Unless go ziplining together. And he has this, like, real regular life that anybody could have. A banker, anybody. I mean, it's nothing super extravagant all the time. 
is pretty regular. And I think that's part of what makes him a really good comic is that a lot of comics, all they do is comedy. So then what do they write about at a certain point? They write about the stuff that goes on in the world of comedy, which is not really relatable to people, you know, in Wisconsin as a mail carrier. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about, but Mm -hmm. they could definitely relate to hanging out with your families because that's what we do all the time is our three families and one more family. That's interesting you said that. Joe Rogan came on before yeah. Yeah. Bert, and it was the first time I saw him do a stand-up. Yeah. And he talked about a lot about animals. Right. About the cat. It was really funny. Yeah. And then later on, he did some for about his kids. Uh-huh. Little, like, very little. Yeah. So, I think, like you said, I think what makes Bert Bert is that we, he does a lot of stuff with you know, kids, us, it's just a regular. And like regular everyday, guys. Everyday you know. life, you yeah. know, every day. That's what uh, yeah. he is. He is a regular guy in this wacko, well, I don't know if he's a regular guy <laughs> entirely, but he lives a kind of a regular life. We, I keep his life regular. You do, yeah, yes. I do. I, I keep it regular. Do. Yes. And then, I mean, like, our husbands are just regular dudes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, they're not pretentious. They're not you know arrogant they're not alpha even Mm -hmm. they're just kind of regular guys and i think that's good too because the world of comedy is full of alphas and you know how do you relax with a bunch of alphas in the room and just be yourself Wait, you mean who's the alpha the the comedian alpha like the like Like top dog who's everybody's kind of fighting to be top dog in the world of comedy and in in world of entertainment really so but what what are the wives like for comedians i don't know many of them really no, I don't. The ones that I've met, um, obviously, you're pretty regular. I'm very I mean, regular, as regular I'm, as I'm very regular. Come. You know what? I think um, a lot of the times when I, uh, the world of comedy is a lot like rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So if you think about a rock and roll wife, that's kind of what a comic wife is. There aren't a lot of regular wives. You know, they're all kind of. That's why I don't hang out with comics wives. I, first of all, I don't go to the clubs, and neither do they most of the time. So there's no real reason why we would hang out. I mean, I hang out with Christina Pashinsky, but we met and just kind of hit it off as people. And this was before she was even really, really doing stand-up herself. So and she's kind of, they have a regular relationship. So I would mean. you say you're a regular wife? Yeah. What kind of wife are you, Kathy? Exotic. Oh, horny. <laughs> what do you mean? Pole dancing. Like how, because yesterday Lily said something which is funny. He said, "Because um, what our friend was supposed to go, uh, David, mm-hmm. and he didn't go because he said it was too late. He has to go back to his wife." Yeah. And then Lily's like. Oh, so you have a helicopter wife? <gasps> He's like, you know, there's helicopter moms. You have a helicopter wife. Oh, no, Lily. Like, wow. Lily is I, it's too like, much. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. So Interesting. I'm definitely you're, not. You're not a helicopter wife. I am not. But you're not either. And you're not either. No. But we know there are some helicopter wives. Like, yeah, oh, one or yeah. two. Right? Uh, yeah. Yes, definitely. I never used that term yeah. for wives, but no, you know, smart. it's like helicopter no, moms, brilliant. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what kind of wife am I then? I, I think I am yeah. cool. Yo, you're cool. <laughs> no, you're a cool mom. You're a cool mom. Maybe a cool not mom. Cool I don't know you're a cool, a cool wife. <laughs> I think I'm a cool wife too. Yes. I was today, actually, Bert was talking about something today. 
remember what it was. And I was like, you realize all of this is actually because of me. Because I keep everything running. I keep everything yes. moving forward. I keep you stable as much as I can. And so all this stuff is because of me. And he was like, oh, of course you bring it back to you. Of course you bring it back to you. But I'm like, but no, but I actually should take credit for that. Because I don't get credit for that. So I should take it, you know, to go, oh, you know what? I actually am the reason we're doing so well. Not Obviously not entirely. I don't write jokes and I don't go on the road. And that's really hard, too. But all this stuff he writes about that's so great is because I decided... <laughs> to volunteer for the World Fair <laughs> and to start a Girl Scout troop. And I met these women that have these husbands that we all get along together. And I think so much of his comedy lately has come from that relationship of those eight adults and those eight kids. And I did that. He didn't do that. I did that. Because he didn't volunteer. He wanted nothing to do with school. And I met all of you guys through school. So I was like, you have to, you have to give me credit for that. He didn't want this house. And I bought this house. I was like, we can afford this house. If we can't afford this house, we can't live in L.A. Like, we can't afford an apartment if we can't afford this house. So let's be smart and not buy a gazillion dollar house that we can't afford. Where do you think Bert will be without you? Like, I think he would still be doing comedy. Um, I think he'd be living with his sister. And I think he'd just be you don't in think and he out be with married? his sister. I'm not sure. I don't know that I have met anybody in the three states I have lived in in the United States that could be married to Bert. I don't. Yes, I have yeah, but not. But do you think he could be married and divorced subsequently? Do you know what I mean? Do you think that would have been his no. I don't think he would do that. Can you, know? you see anybody else really besides that, Leanne that could be no, married to Bert? No. I know me either. No, there's nobody else. It's all my childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I prepared me. No, I really don't think so because... Bert and in Bert's family, like in all of their family, they do not divorce. And not because they're miserably married. They're not. They're all happily married. So I think they all pick their spouses well. So you know what I mean? So, but because you're a regular person and you're married, you know, you're a regular wife. (laughs) But so, shouldn't we find a lot of regular people that could be married to Bert? No, you can't no. be regular. So maybe I am ma- oh, regular. I see what you're saying. You can't be regular and marry and be married, be married, married to, to him. Bert. Maybe I'm irregular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the you're, you're like you're the half broken regularly right? cool. I'm irregular. <laughs> no, you know what I think it is. I think I understand his creative process, mm-hmm. and I'm very respectful of that because from the beginning, before I knew him, I was a writer, and I understand that everybody's creative process is different. I really believe that. And if the end game is for him to be the best artist possible, then I need to do everything I can to facilitate that. And he for me, mm-hmm. not just one way, but he for me too. So he can't be like, yeah, you can't do your podcast because I need you to blah, blah, blah. He has never done that, not ever, not one time. Now, not that my podcast is making any money, but it's very creatively fulfilling for me. So... I don't know, for some reason we both understand that it's paramount for whoever we are at our core to be supportive of that person's um, So you rescue passion. each other. Like, you know, I he guess. always asks us, like, who rescue who? Oh, he, he said, oh, Liam, I rescue Liam from that. <laughs> he thinks I was some big broken piece of crap when he met me. I was not broken. I actually went, 
I was really straight. Everything was really good. And I went, yeah, I, I think, think I'm going to break this pinky I, and just hang out with this guy. You I know? think he has the better end of the deal. I think Fuck you yeah, rescue. I mean, 100%. Without Leanne, can you imagine? He'd be a Burkhart? mess. He'd be a mess. Yeah. He would be a mess. He'd be a disaster. So you rescue But you know what? To go back to your thing, like, I actually don't think there are that many regular people out there. I think that's the difference. Like, yeah, right. if you that's didn't right. have Leanne, but she's not like most normal regular people. So oh. that's what I mean. What, but like, what's a because, normal regular person? Like, there are so many regular people or people who think they're regular, but they're really the helicopter wife. That's true. Or trophy wife. Or trophy wife. or like Which we're all not. Yeah. Maybe you are. Maybe Kathy's a trophy Kathy's wife. Kathy's very trophy. I mean, <laughs> come on. Look at you. are a tall drink of water. Yes. Tall drink of water. And blonde. Exactly. <laughs> trophy wife. That's how I would describe you. You're well, not, you're not writing my thing. Right yeah, yeah, well, Stephen does I could feel be like he, your won, trophy wife. he won the trophy <laughs> by having you as a wife, for sure. Yes. He yes. Does, adores you. You are Stephen's um, trophy. You yes. are. He loves you so much. It's really cute. Um... Yes, so, so maybe like, we're not regular wives. Maybe right, we're that's what I'm saying. Like, like exceptional wives. Because I think it is a little bit rare for someone to allow their spouse to like go off and do whatever and be have this. It's almost like there's a different life that they uh-huh. lead. Yeah. And you're okay with it. You're okay with it. I'm okay with it. Like it's all... I, I don't know. Like it's acceptance. Stupid. And <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Exhausting. Maybe. Like, are we stupid? Though? Exhausting. A lot yes, of work. Uh, no, but I know I what you mean. Know, That's a good but point. Like, yeah, I don't know how to articulate it better. But no, I know what you mean. This, I think, what it is is, I think we're not the normal. You're yeah, right. That's it's what not I'm the. I think the trophy, right, the no. um, helicopter, no. the kind of bossy. The controlling. The controlling. Yeah. I guess we're just possessive. Cool. We're just cool. We are, we're yeah. just cool. There you go. Well, I think part of it is um, is secure is being secure yeah. as opposed to being insecure. Exactly. I think like you're, you're okay right enough with yourself to right. allow someone else to be okay with who they are. And to allow them to be who they are. Yeah. And to just be. Good, bad, whatever. The whole thing. Yeah. Because it is a package deal. Yeah, yes. I think we all understand that, you know, I think everyone has flaws. That's what yeah. I always, you know, there, no one's perfect. No. And you kind of have to, you know, work out that flaw. Right. And I admit that I have flaws. And, right. you know, that's how I think the marriage sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just patience. It's not about, you know you know everything else but it's also just like you know what are your flaws and i think you and bert understand each other so yes, well we do that's true and and it's about inclusion yeah you know including to, for me it's the whole package right like you're saying everybody has flaws including me but i think where some people go wrong men and women but women tend to do this i think more than men is that they say even subconsciously, oh, I can change that flaw. And that is, that is a fallacy and a lie that you tell yourself to stay in that relationship. Because I remember say, looking at Bert, eyes wide open and going, can I do this? He cuts his toenails and tapes them underneath <laughs> the, the coffee table. He leaves his used Q-tips on the door jam. 
can I do this? Because if I say I can do this, I can't ask him to change any of this that he's shown me. Now, if something new comes up, like when he was going through PTSD, I went, I didn't, this is not, this wasn't what we started with. What is this new thing? And is this temporary mm-hmm. or is this new Bert? What's right. happening here? Because you is, know what you married into, right? I, uh, yes, I, I had know. a panic attack <laughs> when I realized I had a, one panic attack my whole life. I had a fuck, full-blown panic attack when I realized I loved him. And that was in July. And in September, I got pregnant on the pill. So after that panic attack and me saying to myself, there's always going to be whiskers in my sink. Mm-hmm. He's never going to flush the toilet. His he doesn't toenails. put his stuff, his toenails under the coffee table. The, you know, clothes are going to be everywhere. He walks in the door and he did this just the other day. When we came home. He unzipped and opened his suitcase in the front door like you can't even walk in the door unless you put a foot in the suitcase to walk through the suitcase to get in my house he did that when we were dating so i thought to myself was he getting something out of the suitcase for you no well he did get something but he's good only at the beginning of things he's not good at the middle or the end so he's good at the opening and then the like, the oh, maybe I should close it. it up and zip it up and stand it back up. Or maybe I should unpack it. I haven't forbid. But my point is, I think a lot of people see things like that and go, oh, well, that'll change. Right. Yes. That, yeah. that is right. for That's sure. That's a mistake. That is for sure. Right. That's a big mistake. Speak of the devil. Oh, shit. What's up, babe? Taking the kids. Are you taking the kids? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you coming over here to, what are you doing? Getting something. Oh. oh, the pen? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Sandy's uh, friend wants drugs. <laughs> we already talked about Sandy's friend getting drugs. Um, I love that you keep all your pot in a Victoria's Secret box. Yeah. <laughs> like one of each of these uh, cartridges. Okay. Yeah, she didn't take any last night, but she didn't have the pen. All right, we'll see you over there, babe. We'll be there yeah. soon. What's, uh... <laughs> What are you guys talking about? We've been nothing. talking about nothing. We're talking about me. Nothing. No, no, talking no. Talking about me. Oh, no. Not everything's about you, babe. How fit you are. Just she like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have massively good looking body you have. All right, we'll see you. Am I dressed okay? Yeah, I guess. Ask your friend Sandy. What? Is it going to be fancy London people? or Just No, just the family. But just where. Are you, are you swimming? Are no, you swimming? I'm in the pool so fucking much. I'm sticking. Okay, then bye. Love you too, bye. So yeah, I think that's the mistake people make is they go, oh, that'll change or I'll change that or he'll outgrow that. That's just a bad thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to say, this is who he is right here. Can you deal with that? And if you say yes, then you are required to deal with that, I think, because that's what you, that's the deal you made with yourself, you know? So then to, change the deal I think it's always possible to change a deal but I think that's really unfair in a lot of ways to go you know suddenly you should not open your suitcase in the doorway even though to me I think that's insane Never, I don't know what do you guys think about that I mean I know I Tom's flaws I mean, when I married him yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you, you I just know that I mean I was like this fucking guy one of the things that he did to for me to me i'll never forget uh-oh was 
we were stuck in the island in Thailand, and I booked it, and there was no TV. It was on the beach. It was $20 a night, but there was nothing. There's no entertainment. We're stuck there for the seven days. He was so bored. And oh. Tom, you know, he yeah, has he can't do, He doesn't do well with that. He didn't do well. I mean, there was one, you know, back then it was like a Game Boy. Was that yeah. Game Boy? That's all. We traded off and played with that. Oh we were God. so fucking bored. There was no electricity after like 7 o'clock. So we're looking at each other. We're like, and he's like, you know, there's a bottle. And he's like, what do you think if I fart in this bottle? What would oh happen? Oh, my God. So he farted in there. I didn't think about it. He closed it up. Shut the up. Next and then morning, you opened it? No, no. The okay. next morning, he said, hey, wake up, wake up. Early in the morning, he squeezed the <gasps> bottle, oh the God. empty bottle, oh, into oh, my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, I'm joking. Uh, hey, do you have wine in your place? Just yeah. bring some. Uh, okay, we're going to bring Trey Suvos? Yeah. Okay. Wait, Either one. Okay. Okay. All right, bye. 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 Okay, he interrupted the best part. Oh my he God. squeezed he the bottle in your face. That's I woke up. Oh, I'm my like, God. what the fuck was that? Oh my God! He was laughing his ass off. I was mad for, at him like for three days. You I'm were like, mad at him for yeah, three days. Yeah, I was days. like, what the fucking guy would do that? Like, I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, you still married him. So yes, how did you exactly. <laughs> so when so recently, I you know we were like, because I was kind of getting annoyed why we don't never go out because we never had like time for ourselves and we never take any trips alone we never we always have the kids right and then he invited you know us to go fishing with him and no one the girls is like that's too rough so i went that's our romantic date tom's oh, not the romantic oh, person that, that was fishing romantic for 24 hours no. and i'm sleeping in the bunk bed I with two of his friends it. snoring <laughs> Like, Sounds like, sexy. Yeah, it's very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, three hours, four four in the morning, they wake you up. He's like, time to fish. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I'm so, I'm so, I was so sick. I threw up. Oh and then, God, you know, you God. catch the tuna. It's like blood everywhere. Worst part was I had my period. Oh, my yeah. God. Ugh. So there was blood everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> so Tom said that he went to the bathroom. There was like, oh, I don't know which well It was like the fish or you. Or <laughs> like, oh, like, guy. I was like, that is. So I know that I didn't like I was kind of saying this. Like, God, I wish he's a little more romantic. Right. But Tom's not the norm. He's not the romantic. No, type. Yeah. I know that. I mean, who's squeeze a fucking bottle? <laughs> totally. Right. And I knew, yeah, yeah. I know. I, knew I mean, Bert, yeah. yeah, so I know what I married into. Yeah. Right? So I kind of, like, I can't fix him. I can't say, hey, can you take me on a romantic date? Uh, take me wine tasting? Right. Like what regular people do. Like, no. Yeah, but right. that's the thing. Like, you're not trying to fix him either. Like, no, I think that's uh, yeah. where people go wrong. I think exactly. it is. Because you're like... There's nothing to fix. It is what it is. And yeah, it is what it is. I married him. And, yeah. You know, you made the choice. I made the choice. I right. know yeah. what I got myself into. And then all the traveling. I know what I got myself into. Right. Yeah. So, yes, like a lot of like, I, I'm not going to change it. And if no. I do try to change it, then it will become a problem. Of course, right. it would be a problem yeah. because you asked him uh, to be something that he's not, to change something that's fundamental in him, and that's not fair. Right. I mean, that was part of my panic attack was I was like, uh, how are we ever going to have kids? He's never going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we ever, he may never make a living at this job. What am I going to do for work? You know, if, if this is long term, what's my career that we can, I can carry this career? And it's very scary. But, um, did you think about any of this? You met Steven so young. Yeah. Did you think about any of this when you guys got together? Or was it just all sex? 
Uh, well, there's more sex then than there is now, but... Well, we know Frigidaire, we know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' jerk. <laughs> um, I mean, on some levels, because, you know, we we actually were together for a long time, broke up, and then got back together. So oh. we both needed to do some growing because we met very young, and neither of us. Like, I think if we got married when we first got together, we totally would have been divorced. Like, we both needed yeah. to have our eyes wide open right to what we were getting into and you know we broke up and we both came back really? together and we were like yeah this is what we want yeah that's awesome yeah yeah we broke up he actually came out to la for the summer no way yeah he had an internship out here so like, when he was in grad so he, then he called you back or who, who got back with no we had broken you. up before that like in like december ish so we had had six months where like we were broken up but like he was so fucking good to me when we broke up. He like, was good to you? He was su- he's such a gentleman. Yeah, he Like, is. he's such a good guy. Um, and, like, we had been together for so long already. You know what I mean? He so, like, we... a bottle fart on He did not squeeze a bottle of, of his ass in my face. No, not so Comparatively much. speaking, he's, like, formal. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's very true. Yeah, gentleman is not what I use for Tom. <laughs> no, no, no. Steven, yes. Yeah. Fella. Fella, maybe, for Tom. Fella. Yeah. Fella. Yeah. A dude. So, yeah, so he was so good like to you. We were both, yeah, I don't know. And then we realized like that that's definitely what but we how wanted. Did you, how did you get back together? Like who finally said, we hey. weren't really, I was the one who said, I want this to work. Oh, okay. Wow, look at you. I know. Yeah, because being the aggressive I, one. I know, right? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not super open about feelings or about any of that kind of stuff. Like I don't, I don't do that. Um, and that was part of the problem. Right, because and he wears his heart on his sleeve. Yes, he does, time. very much so. Yeah. Um, and I think just not having that, like realizing what I was losing right. was far more important than realizing like all the other shit that comes along with him. All the you bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, hairy back. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> all the stuff. The, the yeah. shitty phone. Oh, that's sweet. The what? The shitty phone in the pocket. The shitty oh God. The shit the phone. phone. Years later, the shit phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I did not sign up for. No, I'm just going to no, be clear. No, I, I just, did not sign up for that. But you have to tell that story I now. Not, no, I you can't. do have to do it. I can't. Oh, shit. I, yeah. I, oh, because yes. I went to um, a cousin's 80th birthday luncheon the other week. Um and there are several people who commented about this podcast. Shut I was like, are up! You fucking kidding me? Oh, no way! Like Karen was listening. I was no like, way. what? No, like shit. I can't say anything anymore. So that happened to I me at my dad's birthday party. I can't talk about it. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. All these relatives were like, I've been listening to your podcast. And I'm like, oh my god, well, I, I curse go, way too much in this podcast. I can't say anything. I talk about my vagina. <laughs> you people live down the street from my dad. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah. but whatever. I mean, it is yeah. uh, clearly at this point, there's no changing, you know, no. the way we talk, so it's fine. That's so funny. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? 
I got really nervous because it was right after the whole second sex thing. And I was like, oh, oh my God, please tell me you're not listening to that. Right? She's like, oh, I'm way far behind. I was like, oh, thank, oh, God. thank God. Like, thank how God. do I delete these? Like, what right? happens? Oh, my God. Can That's you, so funny. Can you delete them? Like, I mean, can you... Un- can I take them off? No. Can you unsubscribe? Can you just like, selectively unsubscribe? Subscribe I can delete them. We can delete them, right? You don't have to delete if, them. No, yeah, no. I'm what I'm saying not. is not so delete no them, but can you unfriend, like, somebody that is, like... I don't know. Make somebody not listen. Like, oh it? yeah, I want to listen. No, you can't. Are you related to Kathy? <laughs> Aunt Carol? No. I don't no, know. My right. Aunt Carol was listening, and then someone else said something to me, and I was like, "Yeah, I probably curse too much." And she goes, "Yes, you do. <laughs> you certainly do." And I was like, "Oh no, oh no. Who else is listening?" Oops. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So yes, you can't tell this story. No, you can't, I can't tell, tell story. that story. Okay. No. Well, then I'll Sorry. tell a story. <laughs> Bert and I broke up. For four days. And it was, from what I was told, the most dramatic (laughs) and horrific four days of his life. So we went to the L.A. County Fair with a bunch of friends. And I had a couple of girlfriends who were very, um, very feminist. Um, And they got into an argument with an inebriated Bert. And it did not go well and Bert said some shit in that argument where I thought I don't know if I can be with this guy because of what you just said I can't be with that that person if you really think like that I need a minute I just need a minute and he knew he kind of screwed up and was getting kind of like clingy desperate like on me and I was like I just need a minute I just I just need to get my thoughts together I need just a minute well apparently that didn't go well for Bert because he stopped eating. Aww. He started Bird living. Stopped eating. Bird stopped eating. <laughs> he was living on Slim Fast. Okay. And apparently Lorenzo, his roommate at the time, said he just stayed in his shower and cried. <laughs> With like the shower running over him, drinking Slim Fast and crying in the shower. So uh, four days. No. Two days after I had said, two days. I said, I just need a minute. I just need a, a minute. I didn't even really break up with him. I just said, I just think we should just take a minute. Because he called me every day. Every day he would call me and go, what are you doing this noche? And I'd be like, "Uh, I don't know. What are you doing this noche? And um, we would do stuff like casual stuff all the time. So we hung out together quite a bit. At this point, we've been dating for several months. So two days off and I (laughs) I get a DVD on the wi- I mean a CD on the windshield of my Corolla <laughs> under the wiper so he had made me a mixtape <laughs> of love songs about our relationship what'd you say he might be white that tape he might be white you still have that I don't know where it is I have it somewhere we should but play that he, oh my god how funny would that be this, I wonder yeah what's on it oh there's one song <laughs> that defined what was happening for him it was called Warning Signs by Coldplay. <laughs> and it was like, the, that was the feature. And he wrote me this long letter. I need you to listen to this particular track. This song is how I'm feeling. And it was about, um, it's about, the song's about a guy who, who missed it. He didn't see the signs. He totally missed it that he was, oh. he missed this girl and she walked away and now he's lost her. And he's, it's this whole big very heartfelt song about missing out. Like, I've right. missed the warning signs. I'm an asshole, kind of. So I listened to this mixtape, and I was like, this poor guy. 
it's like poor the, the old version of I should have bought you flowers. That song was like yes, yes, yes. It's like that. Yeah. But a now you're dancing song. with some other dude. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. But Coldplay, because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So. I sat with that. I listened to that CD one time and I was like, oh my God, this guy. And then I kept listening to that song and it was such a sincere song about I'm an idiot. I have missed the warning sign. I was like, He's, he feels terrible. So I'm just going to go over and talk to him again. <laughs> Four days. And I walk in and Lorenzo goes, oh my God, thank God you're here. <laughs> I said, yeah. He's like, oh, he's downstairs. He's probably in the shower. So I go downstairs, slob of the century, Bert Kreischer, <laughs> yeah. slob of the century. His room was immaculate. He had what? cleaned his room in hopes that I would return and see that he was this man, that he could be this clean person. He was changing himself. Wow. I walked in the door of his room and he like fell down sobbing. Oh. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> Did you say I didn't just see I had to pick up some stuff? I glasses here, I think. I don't know. No, but I was like, oh my God, this poor little fella. I'm oh. so, uh, okay, well, let's talk about what happened. And in that four days, he had brought flowers to all of my friends and apologized for his behavior. And, um, was just trying everything he possibly could to reconcile what had <laughs> happened at this Mexican restaurant on the way home from the L.A. County Fair. Um, and I was like, what a great guy. Okay, well, let's just take it kind of so slow. So it was a pity marriage. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Well, this was like, L.A. County Fair is like early September. It's, it's the month of September. But I got pregnant in September right. after that um, on the pill. So I was like, well, we were we were back together and everything was working. But I was like, well, if I got pregnant on the pill, then this is clearly where so I'm supposed to be. So you had a shotgun wedding. I had a shotgun wedding. Yeah, there what was does a shotgun. shotgun. Mean? Why? Why is it called shotgun? It means the, the bride were, is pregnant. Yeah. No, I know, but the girls were asking us, and then we, we told them that. But why? How did that term come about? Is it because the dad is about to yes, shoot somebody? I think so, yeah. He's going to force the, 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 boy the boy to marry to the girl yeah. with okay. a shotgun. No, we have a picture of. Our preacher and me and Bert and my dad and my dad's holding a big shotgun because, of course, oh, multiple people okay. came to my so wedding with shotguns the in the shotgun. rear <laughs> glass of their truck. It was an easy accessory. Uh, yes. So, so anyway, that was my breakup story from Bert Kreischer. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe he came back. And there's like empty Slim Fast cans all <laughs> in his shower. He'd clearly just been sitting in the shower and drinking Slim Fast. He cleaned everything but the shower. Right. Right, well, he just kept drinking Slim Fast. He probably drank 3,000 calories in Slim Fast a day. Because <laughs> he was, you know, he has a bit of a drinking issue. Why? Because he thought you were going to... He, he couldn't eat. Oh, I see. He couldn't eat. I thought you, you know, that's why I thought he you was left fat? him. Yes. No, he, he was fat. He's trying to like day Slim no. Fast. He's up and losing weight all at once. No, at that time he weighed like 190 pounds. He was really thin. Um, that's my Burt Kreischer breakup story. That's funny. But what a sweet guy. Yeah. He Aww. was a really sweet guy. And he took me to dinner, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And he was like, I am here. I will always be here. I will never leave you. I am never going anywhere. But why did you push him away in the first place? Because of the, he was really inappropriate with my girlfriends. He said some, like we were, somehow we got on the subject of like lifting a girl's skirt. Like how bad that is for a boy to just go up behind a girl and lift her skirt that's really kind of 
offensive and, and intrusive and not okay. And then he started making like frat boy, stupid meathead comments about why that's the girl's the problem. Well, she shouldn't have worn the skirt. And I was like, okay, so you're saying a girl should never wear the skirt. Uh, the, I wasn't even in the debate. He was debating with a couple of my friends who were pretty feminist women going so you're blaming the girl oh, for wearing the skirt and he's like fuck yeah i'm like i I don't, I don't know if i can do that and then it escalated into talking about rape and he then had dug his heels into this fight that he was going to win this fight and he didn't even believe what he was saying i mean later he was like of course i don't believe any of that that's really ridiculous but i was not gonna let her win this fight and i'm like that was the stupidest <laughs> thing you could have ever done because they were two of my really close friends um, but uh, anyway, that's a long story. But little Bert, so that's how the fight started. Because I was like, I just need a minute. I just need to collect my thoughts and process what I'd witnessed and kind of suss out what I'm feeling about what I I saw. So I just need a minute. And he just couldn't give me a minute. Aww. So funny because you still say that. I just need a minute. I do need a minute. Well, that's how I I don't. Yeah. I am a. I am a. I'm a more physical processor of the world like Isla is. Like, Isla doesn't know what she feels. She has to, she comes back later and goes, oh, this is what I, was going on. And I was that way, too, very much. I wasn't taught to articulate my feelings. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't brought up to say, how, how do you feel? And, you know, Georgia was born and started talking, like, at two months old. Not really. But when she started talking, she was talking like in full sentences and saying things like, you know, I don't feel really well. My tummy feels really kind of orange and yucky. And you're like, what? you're like, you're like, you're like barely 12 months old. Why? How do you even have that verbiage? I mean, she didn't talk that young. But my point is, right. she was very verbally expressive like Bird is. He knows exactly what he feels and can say it in that moment. And sometimes I can't. Sometimes I need to process stuff. Um, and then get my thoughts together and then come back. And when I don't do that, it never ends up good. If I just say what, it, the wrong stuff starts coming out. And so I just have to just stop and take a minute. Did you and yeah. Tom ever break up? We were never even together. Like, <laughs> like we never Your marriage said, certificate may say differently, by uh, the way. No. It, All we, three of them. It, he was <laughs> right. always my transitional boyfriend. Well, like, then how'd you get married? 15 years? What? Yeah, but then I guess it was kind of, it's just weird. Hmm? Oh, sorry. It's always been really strange, our relationship. It's like we're never, we never had a, um exclusive relationship. Is that what the term yeah, is? Yeah, like where you're yeah. just with each other? Because mm-hmm. I always look at him as my transitional boyfriend. That's how he marketed himself. <laughs> right. He said, I could be a transitional boyfriend because oh, I just broke funny. up with my, my boyfriend. I didn't want to be with anyone. Right. So that's how he marketed himself. Oh, maybe I'll do that when I'm... Yeah, I can now do that. I'm going to do that. Transitional. Totally. I could be your transitional girlfriend. So anyway... Um, we broke up for one what? of a long transition. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, my friend who introduced me to uh, him, he's like, wow, I can't believe you guys transitioned to two kids. Right. <laughs> Houses, travel, been together with him for like 20 years. Long time. Yeah. Yes. So we sort of like, we're like, okay, are we going to do this or not? Like we were never really in the relationship. Ah. So we never, so we can't really break up because we're never 
committed. Like, yes, committed. Yeah. We never say we're committed until um, I got pregnant, kind of. Yeah. Oh, no, he did ask me to marry him, but we didn't really, because Tom is very non-committal. Yeah. With everything and still is. He's got phobia. He got yeah. so, he yeah. has phobia. Yeah. He can't even commit to like, like if it's a month away, I say, let's do this. He can't commit to it. Right. He has, you know. Phobia. Phobia. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, we never even have time. No, like a chance to break up because right. we were never like in a relationship. Right. So. But mm. all of us are really good friends with our spouse. Yes, I think I'm, yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, he's your like, best friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, Stephen's yeah. your best friend, and Bert's definitely my best friend. And so I think that is really important. Well, I'm too. Tom's only friend. <laughs> no, you are not. I'm Tom's friend. <laughs> yes. I think I could say I'm Tom's friend. Oh, yes. I wasn't sure you until. You today and got I did, a nod. I did. So I good. got sort of a nod. Well, I got a ha- I got uh, yeah, three quarters of a nod. Right. He'll let me know what I did wrong when I get there tonight in some <laughs> kind of covert, passive aggressive way, but that's okay. But yeah, I think I think I'm Tom's friend. Now I'm not a friend to Tom like I am to anybody else. Right. I would never go to lunch with Tom. <laughs> no. I build a chicken coop with Tom. Right. But he didn't talk once. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like this, this and that. Right. But he just had his headphones on. He's like, No, what? I said, How was it? He's like, It's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. He's a really sweet guy. I think when he loves somebody, he really loves them. So he's a good guy, Tom. Mm-hmm. Non-committal. Non-committal. Mm-hmm. Non-romantic. But that's what I... No, but I think right. he is romantic. He just maybe doesn't act on it. I think he thinks romantically about his life mm-hmm. and about being a dad. Yes. But he does. he doesn't bring flowers and plan... You know, his romantic stuff is different. I was talking about this with Bert the other day. Bert's mother, who ekes out information as life rolls along that would have been important, like maybe in the beginning of a relationship. This happens all the time with Gigi. I'm with her, and she was like, yeah, you know, Bert's, Bert was, always has tummy trouble, right? He goes to the bathroom spontaneously all the time, but not pee. And um, she's like, yeah, he's always been that way, you know? I had him tested because I thought something was really wrong with his intestines or something. And the doctor told me, no, he's just type A. And I went, Bert Kreischer's type A? No way. And she said, yeah, he, he, the doctor said, yeah, he actually is highly type A. But his type A is about social and about fitting in and about being where the fun is. He's got to be in about sports. He's got to be the top of that. And if he's not, it makes him really anxious. If he feels like he's missing out, feels like something's happening without him. I mean, is that not accurate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I never would have looked at him and thought type A. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't have. And Tom, you don't look at him and go romantic guy. But then you look and you go, he's so committed to his family Mm -hmm. that he is romantic in a, in a different, in a backdoor kind of way. Right. Um, Whereas Steven is all out there. He's just totally, everybody knows he loves yes, and love, 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 love. He's a gentleman. He's yeah. sweet. He is a gentleman. He's a gentleman. <laughs> yes. He's very sweet. And you know exactly where you are with Steven, I feel yeah. like. You know. It's true. But it's cool that we're such good friends with our spouses. Because I don't know that everybody is. It's true. Mm. Another part of the not normal normal that we are. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe Do you helps. go on dates with with Stephen, like go on trips yeah 
just yeah, alone. Mr. Romantic. Are you kidding? The first date we ever had, he rented. There was a. Uh, no, now with kids. No, with kids. Oh, now not that often. Mm-hmm. No, the last trip what we was, took. Like, what, what would he do like now romantically after kids? Like, uh, what would you consider romantic? Oh, I, he would he would do anything. I'm the one who's like, Ugh, we don't have time for that. No, he like even last, I don't know, a few weeks ago, he's like, no, no, no. I missed your birthday. We have to go out for a birthday. I was like, we've done 8 million things for my birthday. It's fine. It, like, yeah. it's okay. He's like, nope, we're going to dinner. I was like, but you and I went to dinner last night because we happened to not have kids. So we like went out to dinner, just the two of us. We walked around. It was Aww. lovely. And he's like, no, 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 that's not your birthday dinner. We're going out tonight for your birthday dinner. I was like, okay. Does he buy you flowers? Sometimes. Yeah. Aww. Not all that often anymore. He used to do a lot more, but. Yeah, Bert buys me flowers too. Yeah. yeah. He's sweet like that. With flowers and stuff. Bert used to really like to buy me jewelry. Back when we couldn't afford to buy jewelry, <laughs> he would show up with something and I go, well, yeah, I don't have the money for that. Um, he doesn't really do that so much anymore. I mean, he replaced my engagement ring that I'd lost, but he doesn't really just spontaneously show up with jewelry like he used to. Um, but Bert's very sweet. He used to write me love letters. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll get a postcard in the mail from somewhere he's been telling me how much he loves me. It doesn't happen that often, maybe once a year. But he's very sweet. Like He's way more romantic than I am. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so pragmatic. I'm so <laughs> yes. practical. I'm like, that's, yeah, we're on time. Kind of, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what's the point? Uh, the flower's just going to die. That's what Tom <laughs> Why said, are we going to buy like, why, why buy the flowers? Right. I was like, right? we went to dinner last night. Why do we have to go again tonight? Exactly. Exactly. We're just going to see the I, point. Tom bought me flowers. It was from the, 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 the flower stand around the corner where I lived. And I know he bought it because the only reason was because they're shutting down the shop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> it was like $5 for like the whole bunch. Oh my God. Because it, yeah, it was a deal. Yeah, it was a deal. Because <laughs> I looked at those flowers he gave me. I'm like, dude, you just got it. I, 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 I didn't tell him that, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, he got it. Like this after like six o'clock yeah shut it down it's like you guys just take whatever you want oh my god you guys are the king and queen of deals you are the king and queen of deals i know you pulled up today in a car and i went whose car is that and tom went oh we just borrow cars all the time it's cat's car it's cat's car we only have one car we just borrow cars all the time Mm -hmm. so we are a king of the deals yeah you're a king and queen of deals Mm -hmm. it's awesome very true my husband too (laughs) <laughs> oh no <laughs> how many hats can i pay full price for today that's his deal can yeah. i pay double <laughs> perfect that'll make it more valuable this this is tom right so i have all these friends that um staying with me and then all these friends from london that are here so and then they invited we i invited more people so it's like four families with all of them have three kids or four so they were coming here it's kind of a big party for it and I know I was going to do a taco party because they don't get that right they love tacos and and, you know London you don't get a lot of Mexican food so Tom's like so how much is the taco card he said you know and he went he priced it out at Vallarta oh yeah and he said I can do it for 250 less Oh my God! Oh my God. Yeah, of but course you can. To do it, I said. Then, then you, you have to do it. It's it, your right? time. He right? Said, yeah. What, what else am I doing? He's like, yeah. I said, I'm gonna book the taco guy. Yeah. If you want to stupidly pay two hundred and fifty dollars more, <laughs> go oh ahead. Oh my God! I'm like, fuck it. Just let me do it. Right? He's like, yeah. It's not gonna be as good as mine. He's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then we, d- I did it. And then he realized. He said, hey, listen. I, I realized that they didn't have shrimp or fish at the taco bar. I said, yeah, because you said you don't want to, you know 
spend too much. He's like, yeah, but I would have done shrimp and fish, and I would have done better. So it would have been two fifty less, and there would have been more food and taste better. Oh my god, he is. But hysterical. I'm like, are you gonna be the fucking Jose? But you're not gonna be. He's like, I don't really know them, so I'm like, that's kind of being antisocial too. He said, but we, well, when we do like you know the taco bar with the, all the campers. Every you know, I we just do it. I said because they all know how to do it. Everybody just do it, but here they don't know how to do it. So it's right. like every person you have to serve is like, what do you want? Right, right. right. He said, no, I'm just gonna put it out there. They don't, don't know how to eat They'll it. They'll figure it out. He's so funny, <sighs> so exhausting. But you know what? I understand a little bit because for him, he's comfortable when he's busy. Exactly. Yeah. So he and he likes being busy and then not having the pressure of having to talk to everybody mm-hmm. especially people he doesn't know well. no yes yeah i'm a little bit that way too so he's like i said so am i going to introduce you as my husband tom or jose the taco guy it's <laughs> 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 like which world do you want to play tomas the taco guy. <laughs> probably the taco guy he is right he can be he can be a mofo Right? He, can be, he can be a mofo, yeah. Oh, definitely. I'll never forget, Just, ever, ever. Okay, do you remember when he and I took the girls to Beauty and the Beast at Pantages? Long time ago. This was right after you moved to Atlanta, and he had come home, and he hadn't seen the girls for a while, so we had, you and I bought tickets for Beauty and the Beast at the Pantages Theater, but you gave Tom your ticket because he hadn't spent time with her, with the girls. So we take them to lunch across from the theater, I'm like, how's it going in Atlanta? Because he's producing this movie. And he goes, those people, I don't know what they're doing over there. I mean, they're, they're gouging me. All these prices are gouging me. He's like, let me tell you what I did to this lighting company. So I set up, I rearranged my office. Oh, yes. And I put oh, the chairs against the wall in one line. So there's only one place they can sit. And then I set up this high-powered light to shine on those two chairs. It was like an interrogation room. Uh, so I made no them th- sit over there and with the light on them. And they're sweating. And they're mm-hmm. sweating. That's true. And I want my price. And we're fighting. And I don't remember the semantics of the fight, but he explained the whole fight to me. Back and forth of where he's like mobster style, strong-arming <laughs> this guy, torturing him with this hot lamp to give him the price mm-hmm. he wants for that vendor. Mm-hmm. And when he finished that story, I was like, fuck, Tom. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. That's some shit. I said, and by the way, he never left that light off. on. He said, oh, it's working. He said, I'm going to leave it on for the entire, <laughs> no one would go into his office. Because the minute you go in there and you're like, you you're sit sweating. There, you're like, oh, boy, whoa, what's going on here? Right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a, no he's a joke. mofo. I never forget that story. I was like, I'm never pissing you off. For one. And for two, I'm never going to negotiate anything with you ever because I will lose for sure. Mm -hmm. I will break under that kind of pressure like that. Yes. He's an interesting guy. So so that's the taco bar. And still he said, I can do better. Did he set a light up with the taco guys? (laughs) Yeah, probably. He's like, so, um, no, he he went there. He's like, taco's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, he's like, yeah. He said, they wouldn't do much. They, just, they sat there. It was just like 10 minutes of service. I'm like, no, because people come and go and, they, you know. Yeah. He said, yeah, they put it out. I said, no, they each one. Anyway, he just wanted to do it. Yeah. And he priced it out. You yeah. should see the list he gave me. It's because he's not he, working right yes, now. Yes. Yeah. He sent me an email. Days. He said, this is what I'm going to do. And then the highlighted version is the ones that I have to make myself. And then I can buy most of the stuff. Oh, my God. And he breaks it down. Just like when we go on a road trip. I mean, he plans it out like we're going on a location scout. 
He's so funny. Yeah. We were road tripping to Big Bear that first time, <laughs> and someone was like, "Let's carpool," and yeah. Tom's like, "Yeah, I, I don't want to carpool." And he literally got like, in the car and left. left. Went, when he, he left, left. Went there, yeah, yes. yeah. Let's have walkie talkies so we can keep up with each other. Bye. Yeah, gone in the road. We're like, okay, guess Tom's not carpooling. <laughs> so See this last time when we went, you know, to where uh, Mammoth. Mammoth. Yeah. So we carpool with the Gruzins, and of course we went. We end up Jack in the Box. Bathroom. Oh, <laughs> oh! I never oh. hear the end of it from Tom. He said, oh. "See, this is why I don't carpool." Yeah, he said, "I would have eaten fur." Right, like, around right, the down corner. Corner. right around the corner. Yeah, he said, Jack in the box. That's why I don't carpool. Yeah. I mean, come on, Tom. Yeah. Well, he is a bit of a food snob. Oh, you think? Yeah, he is a little <laughs> bit of a food snob. You think? A little bit. But yeah. That was, I, but you know what? It's coming back to bit his ass now. Why? Now. He has really bad food karma lately. Really? Everything we order, like we go out. Sorry, we don't have. No way. Uh, yeah. And then I say, I think this is what's happening, Tom. I think you've been a fucking snob and it's coming back to you. You criticize everything. So we go to Chinese, you know, order Chinese food. Every, he looked at the menu for 20 minutes. Oh my I'm like, God. just come on, pick something. So I just order my food. Then when he comes to it, okay, okay, I'm ready. Okay, this is what he wants. He wants all the tripe, all the intestines. Yeah. Sorry, we don't have it. We don't make that anymore. And then he said, okay, what about uh, the, th- this one? I said, sorry, we don't want to have it anymore. Oh, my God. He's just so bad luck. The other day he went to like, get a, co- uh, a, a gyro. Yeah. Yeah, they ran out of uh, pita bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they came back with like a sandwich for him, like regular, really big, thick sandwich, like, yeah. a, like a hamburger bun. Inside there is oh the, the meat. Oh, my God. He said, this is not a gyro. He said, well, sorry, we ran out of, like, I mean, what place runs out of, like, yeah. what Middle yeah, Eastern that's, place that's kind of, run out yeah, of pita right. bread? They're they stupid. said they don't have pita bread. Stupid. And I yeah, said, Tom, seriously, probably. I think we need to do some blessings because you are, like, have very bad food karma right, right. now. Right. He's a smudge. Yes. He's a food smudge. <laughs> a food smudge, right? right? Yeah, smudging with hot dogs. Oh, Thomasina. Chicken feet. Thomasina. Mm. He's funny. Well, how do we wrap this up? We've been going almost two hours. No way. We yeah. gotta go. It's I almost got, seven. I have a we taco gotta go bar. Complain about the taco. For I know. We gotta go see what's going on the taco bar. That I want. I did Tom's get a list taco. by text from Tom, which I was like, "Oh my god, he trusts me to shop." I'm so impressed. I've like gone to a different level with Tom. So I shop. I get all the stuff on his list: guacamole, chips, blah 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 blah. And then there's this one salsa he wants, and I read literally every label on every salsa container and what he asked for was not on any label so i tried to figure out which one he wanted because he wanted like this certain salsa hot that salsa hot wasn't anywhere that salsa no kind was anywhere so i finally was like this is the only one with jalapenos i'm getting it so when i asked him about how to do today i said the salsa he was like we'll see (laughs) we'll see what it's like when we open it up (laughs) Anyway, well, I guess yeah. the lesson is, right? What's the lesson? Is there a lesson from this? Definitely you should steam your vagina. <laughs> yes, right? definitely. Um, You're, we're a regular wife. Regular Not wife. Mm-hmm. An irregular regular wife. Well, And don't sh- be a food snob. Yes. Not a lot of regular people out here. Don't be a food snob. She's yep. a trophy wife. I can't wait for Trophy her. wife. Wait, we did not decide that. <laughs> yes, you. No, we did not. We decided it. Yes. Okay, I veto this decision. <laughs> Neither of us are blonde or tall. Tall. <laughs> so you're the trophy <laughs> wife. 
You're the hot mama beach bikini trophy wife. I'm the lands in, suck it in, spanks <laughs> mama wife with large arms now. But Perimenopause. You look great, Leanne. I look better than I have in a while, but I wouldn't say I look great. No, <laughs> good. You, you, you've been following your diet, right? I have. I've kept most of my weight off when I was traveling. I put some back on because how do you go to the deep south and Disneyland or Disney World and it, it's impossible. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, um, right. You yeah. can't eat anything you, normal. You can't eat anything normal. It was just really hard. And I worked out when I was out of town, too, so that helps. So I've kept it off for the most part. You look great. But um, I'm still working on it. Um, some of it's just going to require amputation, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the back of my arms just needs to be amputated. Um, That'll be the next podcast. Liposuction. Then, there you go. Lipo. What does this freeze your fat? I'd be interested in that. Yeah, I've been hearing all about it. I don't know it. anything about Have that. You? Yeah. The girls, uh, Kylie's been with Yannick in the back saying freeze the fat freeze your fat I guess it's a commercial it was a commercial yeah about freezing your fat anyway thanks for talking to me about all this stuff yes people have been asking for a casual chit chat type podcast this is as casual as you can get casual chit chat talk shit that's all it is we didn't even really talk shit I know I was just saying to you on the phone today I called Kathy and I was like I wish we could really talk shit because but Sandy's here we can't say anything shit no but we're really good shit talkers but we can't talk shit because it's about people who would listen no because I she said you guys talk a lot of shit about me because I don't listen to the podcast. What? What? We don't actually yeah. talk about shit. No. About you. Oh, you mean on the podcast we yeah. talk about you. Yeah, we do from time to time. You see? From time to time. But no, we don't talk shit about her. A little bit. But, but not in a bad because, way. Yeah. In an endearing way. Yeah. In a, like, She's a you and no, because you don't listen to it. Right? <laughs> Apparently, neither do I. I don't pay attention either. I don't listen to it either. Yeah. Because I don't want to listen to it. Although I did listen to the one before we did your Frigidaire Kenmore. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, it's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. I think we do a pretty good job. Okay. Well, thanks for shit talking. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> shit talking. <laughs> All right. See y'all next All right, time. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.